This is Don't Panic, episode number 270, recorded September 11th, 2023. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on whatever we want to talk about. I'm Sean Jennings, joined by two guys who are as cool as ice. It is uh, Colby Rabideau and Dan Miller. Good evening, gentlemen. <laughs> Sean, did you say 270? Oh, I meant three. I, well, I actually <laughs> wrote 370 on the thing here. And you're right. It is. Gosh, did that just you know what like it is? Actually, many. this is. You know what's really funny is, see, now I have to double check, but over at Up for Debate, we're on 261. I think that's what I was thinking. Mm. We're about 100 behind. Pretty right. soon we'll be able to do one of those holiday-style marathons where there's a Don't Panic episode every day of the year, airing on hey. uh, twitch.tv slash Don't Panic. Right. Yeah, just, just create like a, a YouTube live channel where it just yeah. plays. <laughs> I like that. The next milestone will be there's enough content for literally one entire year's worth of audio. How many episodes would that have to be? How many well, hours? Okay. Three sixty-five times twenty-four. Yeah, eight thousand seven hundred and sixty. Oh, that's not done. That's it. I think we're, we're there. Before almost ten percent of the way there. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, when we eventually and. and it's certain we will go to a daily podcast. We're going to really ramp oh, up these true. numbers. <laughs> that's true. Then it'll take us less than a year. There are podcasts. <laughs> I know over a thousand that, that are like daily or multi times a week. I mean, it's, you know, dream big. Wow. So well, this, this will be the first year in don't panic history. Where we don't talk about an upcoming Apple event. Well, I mean, we can. I, <laughs> I can't. I, just, I, I actually don't I think assumed, there's anything interesting to talk about. I assumed we would still do an Apple event show. Okay, next week. Yeah, yeah. A post. I uh, to me the only interesting thing that I have seen or had room is the USB C switchover, which is supposedly mm. happening. That's interesting. Yes. Um, yes. But we can I don't know if talk. it's interesting, but it is exciting. It's a reason to upgrade. Well, uh, but I have recently learned uh, through my own trial and error that uh, when you buy a lightning accessory, uh, they're all certified by Apple and exactly the same. I also learned that anyone can make USB-C products and they're not all the same, Um, including when I bought a charging cable for an iPad that barely charged it. And then I learned you can get different uh, wattages on different cables and different charging frames. That was a poor experience. Oh, my God. And then I went and bought the official Apple cord and brick, and it worked great. So I think there's going to be a lot of disappointed people out there when they uh, go to Five Below, buy a very cheap USB-C cable, and find it doesn't work well. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying That's to find this idea. website that there's a guy who reviews USB-C chargers and cables and tries to... Oh, here we go. Tries to explain all the different... Um, all the different uh, permutations and combinations and which cables and which specifications provide which kinds of, of power. And it's so confusing. It's And I bought like Amazon basics. Like the, it wasn't like a total no name. And they're like, yeah, for charging iPads. And I'm like, okay. And it like was trickle charging it barely at any, and it didn't seem like it was really charging it. Not great. It's crazy. 
I remember when I I went on a quest to find a lightning ca- USB C lightning cable that was longer than like twelve inches long, and that was a. There's one, and it costs like eighty dollars, but I I did get it. It does work, so at least there's that. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of permutations now. You're right, because we're all going to have charging bricks that are USB-A. We're going to have charging bricks that are USB-C. We're going to have lightning cables left over. We're going to have older devices still using lightning. Um, I mean, I don't think it was... It's more confusing than going 30-pin to lightning, certainly, um, because there are so many USB-C. It's an open standard. So, I don't know. Me either. We will have to see. But yes, we'll cover it uh, end-to-end next week as is our grand tradition. A day late and a dollar short. Unfortunately, I like when they do Monday events. Don't like when they do Tuesday events. Yeah. Well, we'll just have the most um, considered opinions. We'll have a lot of time to think about it. I have definitely, when we've done the show, noticed that I have different opinions on the day than I do a week later. So actually, it probably, I don't know which one's better. But <laughs> couldn't hurt. Right. Um, I did. Uh, I did want to share with you guys. I got an exciting new beverage today. Ooh. Exciting new because Colby's got a cocktail. What is that, Colby? A, a Manhattan. It's an old fashioned. Old fashioned. Kind. Yeah. Old fashioned. And Dan's got a beer. It looked like a hazy something or other. Hazy something or other. That's right. And I have got. Duncan spiked. <laughs> I just saw that on the internet today. What's, yes, what's, Dunkin' what's Donuts now makes... Sp- so they have two varieties. One is actually coffee flavored, and they didn't have it. That was what I really... Because it was like regular coffee, mocha. I really wanted to try that. Because mm. spiked coffee is insane. But they also have a line of teas. So this is uh, this is just regular iced tea. They also have like a... Arnold Palmer lemonade iced tea. They have like a strawberry one. You know, it's definitely sweet. They even say it's sweet on here, and you can taste the lemon. I will say it's totally flat. That's what threw me for a total loop. Well, when you get it in a Dunkin' Donuts, like it's not carbonated. Sure. But it's also over ice, and I feel like this would be better over ice than it is in the can. But I will say I tried... This one, I don't normally get plain iced tea, but I did try the strawberry dragon fruit, I think, and it tasted exactly, exactly like the one you get at the store, just with booze in it. You couldn't taste the booze. Tasted exactly like the store one. So, if you're into that. Now, did the coffee ones have uh, caffeine? Like, is it real coffee? Uh, that is a good question. I'm going to go to DuncanSpiked.com. Ooh. Um, am I 21 or older? Yes. Uh, iced coffee. They call it. And you can get it in original. It comes in a mix pack. Original, caramel, mocha, and vanilla. Um, and if I explore, it's got a a 6% alcohol. But it doesn't. There's no, like, frequently asked questions. Uh, 
is there caffeine in Dunkin' Spiked? Dunkin' Spiked iced teas and Dunkin' Spiced iced coffee contains real tea and real coffee, so they do contain some caffeine, but less than a typical cup of coffee. The iced teas contain between 15 and 30 milligrams per serving. Dunkin' Coffee is about 30 milligrams per serving. For reference, a typical cup of coffee contains 100 milligrams. I did not know these teas were caffeinated, actually. They don't say that anywhere. Now I'm kind of annoyed. No <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be up all night. Man, now the party's just getting started. You know, this would be like a great like college thing where it's like, let's get slammed on Dunkin' Spice. We'll get the alcohol and the caffeine. It's like a, a vodka and Red Bull. Right. Wasn't that like Four Locos where we're back yeah, in the day, Exactly. Right? Dunkin's getting in on the game. Um, they are only available in uh, uh, the, on the East Coast, unfortunately, Dan. I know you were running out. To... <clears throat> this website is so slow for me. Is it slow for anyone else? It's bad. Which website? No, it is. You're, you're not alone. It's a bad website. The DuncanSpice.com. I'm going to throw this thing oh. in webpage test and see what the hell's going on. <laughs> Get to the bottom of it. It takes me 80 milliseconds just to ping the website. <clears throat> For comparison, Google is what? What is Google? Oh, yeah. wow. It's so slow. Five. <laughs> well, maybe they're getting a lot of traffic. People are excited. <clears throat> right, right. Everyone's going, stampeding there from Sean's <laughs> endorsement just now. <laughs> they were, They just weren't prepared for the traffic. I will say it looked like they were going well at this. So I actually bought it at the very first store they started selling it in, which is the the I think you've been there, Colby, that huge beer store that was by my old house. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, they were they were selling they were out of the coffee. I mean, they were selling good. So there's clearly uh, interest. But they do make very clear you cannot buy these at actual Dunkin Donuts locations. No, no, no on tap option. Darn. I I'm pretty interested to try the original iced coffee variety. Like, well, let us know if you can track it down. I'd be I'd be very curious. I'm gonna keep an eye out. I gotta go. One of the liquor stores here has like a walk-in freeze fridge, and they they have a lot of beer, and they have like a really a variety of beer. They have all kinds of stu- like the stupidest beers you can find. Like one time when Phil came to visit, uh. I went and looked for the weirdest beer I could find and the, the weirdest beer I could find was an atomic warheads uh flavor. Yeah. It was Did you try it? Gross. Oh. Yes, we tried it. It was not good. <laughs> <laughs> we opened one can and got rid of the rest of them. But uh it was true to form. It wasn't as sour as I was expecting it to be, but it was sour. What are you going to do? This is a good question for the crowd, though. What is the grossest beer you can recall trying? I I know I did a cactus hibiscus beer once that was horrible. Um, and I also did one that it, the label simply said apple pie smoothie was the name of the beer. <laughs> and that was really horrible. And I should have known. I mean, I think my I, th- I think for me, it's got. A, I don't think I've tried any of the weird ones. I've I've stayed far away, but I I also sort of the first beer I ever had was a Blue Moon, 
not terrible. Classic. And I never went down from there. I so like at one point post college, I had Coors Light or Miller Light or something like that, uh, and I was like, "Wow, this is awful." That's probably the worst beer I've ever had. But I, I've always stayed away from like, oh my god, it's like peanut butter and THC. <laughs> like I've always stayed away from shit like that. I vaguely remember there being like peanut butter and jelly beer at like Extreme Beer Fest, Sean. Some some strange. Yeah. The great thing about Extreme Beer Fest is after like two beers, you don't remember what you're drinking. So. It's so extreme. <laughs> Yeah, the sort of dessert-adjacent beer. I think I tried one of those. It was like chocolate raspberry. It, dark chocolate raspberry was horrible. I, those really, I don't understand uh, the appeal. Yeah. Uh, Laura tried a Sam, Sam Adams summer ale for the first time yesterday. She was blown away. She's like, wow, so good. It's barely even beer. It's great. Their summer ale is pretty good. Yeah. Gets the job done. It's not bad. I will say porch rocker makes me sick. Really? Have you done porch rocker? No. It's there. It's it's basically Sam Adams. It's like a shandy. It's got like a little lemonade in it. Mm. It, It's lemony. Oh, it's awful. Can't do it. I had one time. We went to Night Shift is a brewery in this in these parts and they have a little a little like like beer garden by the river. And we went there once and I had a beer there that I really liked. So I and so I bought some at the store and I had one one night, you know, just like with dinner or whatever. And I woke up in the middle of the night like I woke up at like 3 a.m. And I was just like I felt horrible and like couldn't sleep like heartburn whatever terrible i was like wow that's weird super unpleasant uh and then you know the next day came around and like i had another one of the beers this same this same exact thing happened so i don't know what it is about that one particular beer it tastes really good but it affects me it's your grip tonight it really is i should have i should have made note of like what kind of hops it is or something (laughs) Getting old is hard. Yeah. I have a unrelated technology anecdote. Uh, so t- today, this has happened a couple times, but today I got a series of emails from Facebook saying, uh, your password reset number is here, whatever it says. Uh, you requested to change your password. I'm like, no, I didn't. Uh, and then like, I hadn't opened my email all actually i hadn't opened this email inbox since before you all were here in august actually uh and i looked at it i was like oh huh there's all these unpaid bills for my old email provider which i don't really use anymore but still hosts on my old email addresses and i was like oh and it expired yesterday uh so now none of them i can't receive email on any of these email addresses so i because at first I was like, oh, shit, like, does this mean that someone can sign up for my email address and uh, start receiving my like password resets for old accounts? But no, because I had it hosted on my domain, so they can't just use my shit. Um, so I'll say from that. But I was like, OK, 
It's time to finally move all the other stuff off of this email address. And of course, as with all migrations, the two two of the things that uh, hadn't moved over were two of the most important things. Uh, not my bank account, but my Apple ID and <laughs> and my Steam account, uh, which is not super important, but probably is one of my most valuable digital assets in terms of uh, in terms of monetary value. Um, and I moved them over and it was all no problem. I was like, oh my God, I, I just couldn't, I was dreading doing the Apple ID thing, but no, I went in the, there's like this Apple ID website. It's a special website. I forget what it's called, but there's a specific website you can go to, to manage your Apple ID. You change your password, it sends a push notification to your phone. You say yes. It sends an email to your new email address. You put in the code, slip, slop, slap, you're done. So all of the all I paid hundreds of dollars over the last couple of years <laughs> to keep those old email addresses around because I didn't want to change my Apple ID and it was fine. So if you're also in this situation, just change it. It's not that bad. Although apparently my iMessage email has now changed, which maybe that will cause some problems, but your iMessage. Oh, I see. So yeah. Every iMessage account has an email address. Some of them have phone numbers. Uh, and the old email address for my Apple ID won't work if you try to send iMessages to it anymore. Right. You know, one interesting thing when you're talking about um, accounts and stuff, I learned, so I am a Google, is it Google One? I am a Google One subscriber. Whoa. Which I I didn't mean to be. Um, I bought it for extra storage because I back up all my photos into there, and it's like a buck ninety nine or it's twenty dollars a year. Like it's very inexpensive, but they give you a bunch of extra features and perks, which I didn't know. Like they'll give you a free VPN, which I don't use. But one of the things is, is monitor the dark web. And so what they'll do is, and maybe I'll see if I can pull mine up here, my dark web report, but they'll literally (laughs) say like how often your email or usernames or things come up on the internet. And they'll actually say, so actually I'll, this isn't, will this actually reveal stuff if I uh, click on it? Uh, No. So I'll share my screen so you guys can see my report uh, because it was fascinating to me, but here are the results. And it says based on like, some of them actually say like what like list on the dark web it came off of, but you'll see all of these here where it was my email, but also my password, like my Zynga was leaked, but on here they'll say like what the password was. And so I know what passwords of mine are out there and it's absolutely great. You know, like Chegg was busted, you know, Dropbox, all of these And if I go back to the results list, they literally, you know, if my SSN was out there, thankfully none, but my phone number, email, my date of birth, MGM was hacked back in 2019. And and that includes my date of birth, my email, my address. Um, It was very, it was very strange, but that's to me where it's like, I'm at the point now where it's like, I just turn on two factor, just assume all of this stuff has been stolen. I was shocked (laughs) at how much is out there. What? If you're, social security number is like out in the dark web do you have any recourse like like is there anything you can do or you just like prepare to deal with identity theft for the rest of your life i think you're just 
you just have to be vigilant and hope your bank is reasonable. Jeez. I mean, that's I had a situation where, you know, my mother has a number of illnesses and she was she was getting ads for like medications very specifically targeted to that illness. And she's like, how'd they know? Did they get my medical information? I'm like, you joined a bunch of Facebook groups of people who have this illness and Facebook sold that data. Like there's so much information out there anyway. I just assume it's all public and you know, what, whatever that's, that's where two factor pass keys or some of this other stuff come in. Um, if it's not an important account, then I just assume they're going to have the password. Not right. ideal. No, it's not. Did anyway. I see that, that car privacy report thing? Oh, that was brutal. <laughs> that was tough. As someone with a newer car, I did not enjoy it. Well, Dan as well. Mm. I felt grateful for my beater. What was this? <laughs> uh, there was a report out from the Mozilla Foundation um, where they looked at 25 car brands um, for privacy and security, and they found out um, basically every car, modern car out there collects personal information um, uh, most 84% of them share or sell your data. Um, 76% say they can sell your personal data. 56 say they can share your information with government or law enforcement. Um, there's a whole article about all the different brands and how they stack up. Um, I'm scared to find my own car brand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not, not great, but, uh, yeah, so it was interesting that the TLDR was like, "What's the good one?" None of them. There's there's no good option. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, Hyundai, for example, says in their privacy policy they will c- comply with lawful requests, whether formal or informal. <laughs> Not great. Hmm. Um. So. Wow. You know, one of those things. Um, I've got one more small update and then maybe we can uh, move into Colby's topic. Dan, I had uh, talked to you about your now lovely wife uh, who had really influenced me to change my life. Uh, She coached me well. She really pitched me up. But I made another change in my life based on based on her. And she'll, she'll be proud to know this. I'm excited to hear what it is. I am now a card carrying member of Costco. <laughs> I, w- I was inspired. Well I-, I spent my whole life living nowhere near uh, warehouse clubs like this. So I never had experiences with them. I go to your house. Everything's Costco. Everything's Kirkland. And I was impressed by the experience and, and her <laughs> effusive love for everything Costco. And so I got home and I said, I, you know what? I got to get on the bandwagon. And so I took my mother and we, we went to Costco. And, and an executive up. membership, no less. Well, they do. Okay. Hey, listen. All right. Don't listen. I'm not. Some, they have a deal for first time people where you get executive for the first year at the cost of the basics. So I didn't, I did not splurge. Um, although I am getting 2% <laughs> back on my purchases. What, what do you but Dan, I got it. Your executive membership. You have to be an executive if you want to use like the optical shop or the tire shop or the uh, travel service, like all the outside oh, services. Sure. You also get 2% back on your purchases. It's um, kind of like REI. You, you get it. I think you can get it as cash. Yes. But mm. Usually you just take it off of 
your bill when you next buy something or something like that. Right. Uh, so I went to Costco for the first time, and I kid you not, I felt like the most yokel tourist. I was just walking around, Jay Wiz, look at, wow, that's so big. Five gallons of olive oil. Come here, you got to see this. Like, I literally said, come here, you got to see this about 30 times. Because <laughs> I was like, whoa, that, that's five pounds of ground beef. Look at that. Oh, my God. Uh, but I left with $500 worth of stuff. I saved a bunch of money, and I've been uh, enjoying uh, fine Costco products. So, so far, it's been a, a grand success. I'm wow. So what did you get? <laughs> because like it, it's funny because just this weekend we were like, huh? How come we go to Costco every two months and we spend three hundred dollars at Costco? Like maybe maybe we uh, we shouldn't do that. But it sounds like you spent even more than that and feel like you save. But I I think Costco is really good for some things, toilet paper, things you're going to use regardless. I think for some people, olive oil if you have enough space to keep a giant metal drum of olive oil around sure you'll use it eventually um it doesn't go bad but other things i think they they get you with like like the muffins like oh look it's a giant it's a giant crate of muffins and you have to get two of them they don't even come bundled you have to pick up two and bring them over so anyways i'm curious what what you got yeah I well, I will say I was kind of price checking as I was going through against stuff I normally buy, and and my back of the napkin math was about twenty percent savings on name brand and up to thirty to thirty five percent on Kirkland stuff. So the savings nice. were there. I I don't doubt that, but it was a lot of uh, paper towels, toilet paper, napkins. No fresh. I didn't really buy any fresh or frozen stuff. Um, mm. I bought like 12 cans of tomato sauce, a bunch of pasta, vitamins. My mother takes a ton of vitamins and those are really cheap and, qual- and good quality there. Um, I did buy some snacks, uh, some fig bars and some trail mix and stuff. So it was a lot of that, but it was a lot of, uh, stuff we go through anyway. But I was like, it's eight pounds of pasta. This is crazy. Um, so we had to find places to store a bunch of that's batteries, you know, like all that kind of stuff. I don't think I'd go more than once a month or once every other month, you know, but I used to do that to target and spend more. So yeah, it was great. I was thoroughly impressed. I got some samples. Oh, nice. Which was a treat. I got yelled at because I read they, they had the, they were doing hot dog, little hot dog, Kirkland hot dog samples. I got to get one beef dogs. And the little tray didn't have any samples, but she had a second tray. She was putting them on and I reached over and she says, no, 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 you cannot reach over. Do not reach over. I will hand you one. I said, OK, so sorry. <laughs> Apologies. I was I was your know, children knew with the Costco rules. I didn't. I was new. I said, I'm new. I'm sorry. I did. I felt I felt out of place, but they were. Very um, are you going to avail yourself of any of these additional services, tires, gas, op, op, opticians? travel agents well i uh, probably not but we'll see i'm open to it i will say i was really upset because i just bought a bunch of ring cameras for around my house and i learned that they do bulk packs at costco at quality savings uh which was upsetting um but uh but i don't know we'll see we'll see i did not get to try the pizza or the hot dog that i know they're famous for that that's on my to-do list. Yeah. Did you what did you think about the checkout um process? Uh 
So I thought it was fine. I, I got it. I, I was observant. I got it. I got, you know, letting them do the thing and the cart goes on the other side and no bags. They kind of just put the stuff in the cart. They were very good. They were very well. And I said, I'm new. This was my first time. They were very welcoming. <laughs> uh, well, that's awesome. I will convey your, your new life update. Please. Yes. Great, great savings. Really improving my lifestyle uh, with with fantastic Kirkland brand products. So I did not go in the liquor store. I, I hear there's Kirkland brand beer. Oh, this must this must work differently in Massachusetts. Yeah, I was like liquor store, and then I remembered in Washington, it's just amongst everything else. It's oh, they it's a whole separate door. You can't right. Um, right. Yeah, they have they have really good stuff. They have a very good like the Kirkland wine is legitimately really good wine. They just won't tell you where it's from. I think. Uh, they also have like specialty items like port. You can get, you may have, you may have seen it in the refrigerator. We have, uh, I should have offered you some, <laughs> we have some Costco Kirkland tawny port dessert wine in the refrigerator. You can get really good stuff there. I don't think they sell liquor though. I think it's just beer and wine, I think, but I'm not sure if they do. It's probably like one of those gallon vodka Tito's jugs. Well, I've seen pictures of Kirkland brand vodka. Ooh. So it exists. Okay. And you know, it's probably good. I mean, that's the funny. If I had known this when we were in college, right. Um, we would have had a lot of that. Uh, but I will Did say I, the, yeah. Oh, I was, if you're ever in Hawaii, I think this isn't, there are multiple Costco's in Hawaii. There are at least three fun facts, which is kind of crazy. Um, also, I, I learned recently, uh, we can do this trivia later, which states don't have Costco's. Hmm. Um, but in Hawaii, and soon I think in many Costco's, if not nationwide, you can get poke by the pound. It's basically wow. deconstructed, deconstructed sushi. Yeah. Um, so it used to be my pro tip was if you go to Hawaii, go to the Costco, buy poke by the pound, and then go to like a Chinese restaurant and just order white rice. And then you can make <laughs> yourself poke for a basically at cost seemingly compared to what it would cost at a restaurant in Hawaii. It's so cheap. Dan, you um, have to write a travel book. God <laughs> damn it. It would be, it would be very short, but yeah, which States don't have Costco's Idaho. Uh, let me, let me find, let me pull it up again. Cause I, I think only like, remember one off the top of my head. Guam. Not a it's state, Sean. Island. Come on. Go back to oh, civics class. Oh, I didn't know it was a, <laughs> territories weren't included. Um Colby's correct. Rhode Island is one of It's four too small, states, they couldn't fit it. One of four states that does not have a Costco. And to uh, be fair, there's probably a Costco like ten minutes over the over the line in Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> probably several. Um is Long Island a state? No. Uh Delaware? Nope, Delaware has one. One. DC has one. And that's not even a state. Alaska has four. Wow. Which is insane. Hawaii Alabama? has seven. Alabama has four. They start with W. Two of the remaining states that don't have Wisconsin. Costco. Wyoming. Wisconsin has ten. Okay. West Virginia. Yeah, Wyoming's not a place. West Virginia. West Virginia. Okay. 
and Maine. Though Maine is getting its first Costco anytime now, they're, it's supposed to open this fall. Um, which states have the most Costco's? Top three. Well, what state did it start in? Washington. <laughs> so then is one of them Washington? Uh, that is the second most, I think. It's the third most. That is number three. That's the curveball. The other two are easy. Florida, Texas, California, New York. California and Texas. Yeah, California, number one, far and away number one, 134 Costco locations. Texas, barely ahead of Washington at 38. Washington State has 33 Costco's. Wow. Now, which and for um, reference, Massachusetts has six. <laughs> and I went to and I went to one in Connecticut, so it doesn't <laughs> even count. Go. Connecticut has uh, eight. That's shocking. Actually, How have, does Connecticut actually have, have more Costco's? I have two within twenty minutes of me, which is very surprising. So, I feel like Connecticut has one more Costco than Hawaii, minutes. which is just a bonkers stat. There, there isn't one down that end of the state. No, the, Connecticut has eight Costco's. I think Hawaii has seven. It's just it's oh, just inconvenient. Wow. Now, which state has the most Costco's per capita? That's a great question. It still has to be California at 136. Well, that's next on my list is to uh, dig into the website. There's got to be some crazy stuff on here. There is stuff that's only available online. Um, I want to get like some really, I want to get like really crazy stuff. I'm looking right now that they've got, uh, they got all kinds of, uh, yeah, you can buy a shed, but a shed, it's a house, but it looks like a shed. It's a, anyway, a house. Like a, a home? Well, a home? it's a it's a, a shed that's a house. Oh, the shed looks like a house. No, the house. No, the, it, it's a shed that looks like a shed, but it's a house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. Only Costco, man. Wow. You can get bottled water delivery, pet insurance, truck rentals, home insurance, yeah, that, checks. That's, you can buy a car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Window blinds. Ooh, window blinds. It's crazy. I'm going to have to dig into the home improvement uh, section here and see what uh, I can get a jacuzzi bath remodel. (laughs) Wow. Thanks, Costco. Nice. You can buy an RV. Oh, that's CostcoAuto.com. Damn. Buy a car with confidence. Well, I will uh, keep all of you abreast at uh, any Costco-related life updates that come my way. Yes, please do. Certainly. Certainly. But uh, we're far into the show. We've got to pivot to today's topic, and we have got uh, whatever the opposite of a barn burner is a barn cooler. (laughs) Sean, that's exactly what I was thinking as you were as you were oh. 
uh, about to say that. I was like, it's like the opposite of a modern <laughs> Nice. Uh, yeah, what do we so got, my, Colby? So my assignment for for these these bros. Uh, Am I successfully sharing? Yeah, I am. Uh, so my assignment was to check out this blog, a classic blog called it's it's brr.fyi, brr.fyi. And it's a blog that is, it's mostly pictures. There are some, there are some words that go along with the pictures, but it's a person who works in IT at the research base in Antarctica. And they post pictures of stuff, most mostly frozen stuff, um, from from the base. And I think it is it is weirdly compelling. It's very very. <laughs> there's some, some really interesting stuff, just like a backwards world, uh, where they live. But I think our uh, it's a cool blog. You should check it out. But our, our our assignment for today was to pick a pick a pick a pick a posting, and uh, oh, Dan didn't do his assignment. What a jerk! Well, I read <laughs> all, the entire blog, so now I just have to do the assignment <laughs> and retroactively just, pick a just post. Pick your favorite one. I see. I should have asked before the well. Okay, uh, I'll I'll buy Dan some time to find a post. Colby, how did you come across this blog? I don't remember. I saw it on someone posted it on Twitter or Hacker News or something. It was one of those, you know, the usual ways that that I discover links to things. Um, but I, I mean, added, I, added it to my RSS feed, and I've just been consuming. You know, Sean, I have several articles that I could talk about, so. I think that we should just complete the assignment and I'll go last so I don't steal someone's or I can go first. Um, up to y'all. Either is, Either is I mean, fine. Colby, I, is there any place in particular you want to start? Um, I can, I can pick one here. Let's see. Uh, is this going to switch if I switch tabs? No, it's not. No, I think it's by tab. Let's see. What was the one? I like this one. This is this one is is very basic, but it's like stuff covered in snow. This is uh, <laughs> one of my favorite quotes from the, from from the blog. Is one thing all of these stations have in common? Question mark. Nature is constantly trying to bury them and succeeding. Um, so this this whole article is just like pictures of stuff like buried buried in the snow. It's like huge, vast, vast. Uh, you know, tracts of snow with like a building there, like snow drifts that are that are twenty feet high. Um, it seems like one of the like the buildings is like, you know, kind of like a house near the beach where they like put them mm-hmm. up on stilts. It's like that, but for snow. Um, but also a huge building. It seems like a lot of the buildings are 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 like that actually. It's like you can walk like under them they're up on pylons some snow covering stairs good stuff some snow moving apparatus with treads it's like a big tread thing 
snow as far as the eye can see. Oh, I like this so, one. Nice. A question I had that I didn't see addressed, but some of these articles I skimmed, such as this one. Do they undertake any snow clearing activity or do they just live with the snow? And is everything designed to just accumulate tens of feet of snow? <laughs> I think a lot of it is designed to accumulate uh, snow. Like the, uh, I think these buildings here, like they kind of look like airplane hangers or something. They're like, uh, right. I, I guess this is betraying it though. Cause buildings. those look like, um, those look like plows parked in front of those right. buildings. Right. So I think, yeah. So I think the answer is both. Like some of the buildings are supposed to be covered in snow, but like you have to clear the doors. Right. Right. And you have to be able to get into Well, that them. was one of the things in reading through the posts is this gentleman's been in two locations. Mm. Uh, he, he's been at the, I uh, see. I'm not going to remember the names of them. McCrudo or something. Mc, McMurdo. Uh, which is sort of that's the larger base. And in some of the pictures, it's almost like a small town. I mean, there's multiple buildings. There's like a barber shop and like, you mm -hmm. know, uh, post office and normal things. And then he he now and by the way, this is an ongoing blog. His last post was August 20th. So this is active. He's down there right now. He's moved out to uh, a much more isolated um, location on, on the true South Pole. Oh, interesting. Nice. And so it seems like in some of the photos of the uh, town in McMurdo, um, it seems almost like the Alaskan towns maybe you've seen on TV or anything like that, where it's just a bunch of a bunch of buildings in a very industrial sort of uh, setup. Right. Yeah. It's cool. It's very otherworldly. Yeah. Oh, I was I was looking before you can you can see it on Google Maps. McMurdo. Oh, I think he cool. said it was a population of around 2000, give or take at the peak of summer. Cause some tourists come in and things like that. Where he is on the South pole now is around 200. Wow. I love, I like huh? this uh, view of the satellite photos. <laughs> it's like total <laughs> chaos like all of the satellite photos on google maps were taken at like different times of the year and so so sometimes the ocean is uh frozen and other times it's not it's very yeah, silly wow nice and look at that they even got roads marked here on google maps <laughs> right there's a fire station it's like well, that's wild as everything's Everything's got to be shipped in, obviously, um, and that includes right. cars. And you know, I mean, anything that's there was was brought there by by ship or by plane, right? Yeah. Um, that that leads to one of my things, and maybe this could be my favorite post: the lawn, the doing laundry post. Um, mm. I liked I liked that there were ironing boards there because that like I saw that it wasn't mentioned. And I was like, man. That doesn't seem essential at all for people who are taking 90 second showers every three days. A nicely pressed suit, it's got to be the least of your worries. Plus, that takes water, um, which is precious stuff. So I thought that was funny. But then it was also interesting to me that it seemed like all the laundry machines or many of them were different. 
not in that photo, but scroll down to one of the other oh, yeah. photos. Like, like this one. Doesn't that seem like a nightmare? Is If it takes so long to get these parts, you have two different kinds of washing machines. <laughs> At least there's yeah. three different. At least three different ones there, possibly four. Um, so I, I thought that was interesting. A lamp on the ground. I didn't notice that before. What is that lamp doing there? <laughs> so many questions. <laughs> What's? Oh yeah, like a humidifier. It, that sounds necessary. Is that, yeah, that, I guess that's what that is. Yeah. Wow. A humidifier analogy and a lamp. There are two supplied irons. And yeah, those take water to run. I mean, I guess you they must have a, have a lot of water, right? Like Well, they talked about that in the shower and this was my other favorite article and not, not to steal all the articles. The shower article, they talked about how like Oh my god, Colby, the shower article. I I <laughs> all right, I'm going to pick the shower article then. The shower article is definitely my favorite one. It's very <laughs> funny. Um Oh yeah, Sh- showering at the South Pole. They get he goes through like the various ways that you could arrange your allotted shower seconds. <laughs> you, if you showered every day, you could only shower for thirty seconds. If you save it to the end, you could shower for I forget what it is, like forty five minutes or something like that. <laughs> if you didn't shower at all for ninety days, uh, wow. but in here he he describes and how the water is procured which is also interesting where they they take heated water i think so it's kind of interesting you have to start with water take hot water pump it down into this giant pit of snow or ice and then it melts the water and then the water floats to the top and it creates this sort of interesting well where you can renew the resource but you have it's kind of like a hot water heater in your house it's you have to be able to heat up the water fast enough but it's even slower mm. than that right cuz it you heat up the water and then you got to pump it down and then you got to wait for the ice to melt and then you got to wait for it to float <laughs> to the top so it takes a lot longer to get water at all never mind hot water um so uh, yeah i'm surprised that but i i guess a an iron doesn't use that much water like a liter if that probably right. yeah See, I must have I must have started this one, and then at the beginning it said, "If you're only here for a tedious discussion of infrastructure, you might <laughs> want to skip this post." And I guess I, I thought just... he was going to get a little too personal <laughs> on the showering. Nice. It's really funny. Very you cool. should go through and read it. Um, I like the equation here. Yes, I, I will say in terms of a blog, it's actually pretty well written i thought the content was interesting not too wordy or too long a good mix of photos and even some video in there it was actually pretty enjoyable to read yes i wrote down i love html5 videos i can just click play and it plays i can i can airplay it i can full screen it i can swipe it to the side it was great it's always a youtube video and you can't do any of that stuff with youtube videos Mm mm-hmm yeah, I mean, that's one of the things he talks about early on is the internet connection. Uh, it's not it's not streaming video fast. It's all from satellites. So it was nice to get all this uh, HD beautiful content uh, out of there. I think uh, on your screen here now, Colby, is Frost, uh, which I enjoyed quite a lot because one of the things he does post about a lot is mon- like signs and like just mundane shit, which I find fascinating. And 
this it's just a whole blog post that talks about how things are stored. Um, yes. There is some heated storage, um, but not a lot. And anything that doesn't absolutely have to be warm, uh, they have it in this giant logistics warehouse. Uh, the outside temperature is averaging negative 56 degrees year round. In the warehouse, um, it's about negative 40. And so everything is extremely frozen. And he's got these great pictures throughout of frost covering everything, frost covering the food. There's like bottles of spices. Um, and they'll actually get food years in advance and it'll just stay frozen, obviously, in the event of an emergency. It'll just be huge vats of food. And then where he's staying now, where it's truly abandoned, like there are no planes for like three months during the peak of the winter, which is happening right now. There's no fresh food. Like all they have, there's a post, I think it's called, you know, my last egg. Um, (laughs) And following that, there is, uh, it's all frozen stuff and they have cooks and the food looks okay, but it is all, it could have been there for literally chicken could have been there for years and it's just so frozen um, that uh, it just hangs out. It does look like a giant freezer. (laughs) Was it in this article that they talked about how some stuff is just actually stored outside? Like, uh, I think he mentioned the coffee, you, you know, coffee grounds can be frozen. They just keep it outside. It's not even worth taking up the warehouse space. I'm curious now looking again, there's so many things you see on the second read through. Do you need to get a fire extinguisher that is like certified to operate in far below zero temperatures or does the contents not freeze? I never thought about a fire extinguisher in that way. (laughs) Is it? I have no idea. That's a very good question. Wow. It looked like any other fire extinguisher. I'm sure you got to think about that for just about everything there. It was towards the bottom ish. Fire alarm. Oh, yeah. There you go. Let's see. Can it look like any other fire extinguisher? does look like a fire extinguisher. I, I just Googled it. Will freeze when left out in temperatures below 40 degrees Fahrenheit. So certainly negative 53 on average, you said, Sean. It <laughs> certainly seems like that, that would qualify. Counts. Wow. It's just a formality. I think he said a nice day in like the summertime is five degrees. Mm. Yeah. That's like a beautiful day to go for a hike. I was also thinking, um, and not to just keep stealing everyone's favorite articles, when I was reading this article, when I was reading the one about the greenhouse, I don't remember if that was its own article or it was included in a different one. Um, I think it may have been one about food. Uh, Maybe it was in the last egg. I don't remember, but it very much like it very much reminds me of um, the Martian. Like they have this greenhouse and how do they who tends to it? How do they grow things in it? What happens in the winter time to it? And it would, yeah, it must be very interesting. Yeah, this was the greenhouse. Yeah. It must be very interesting to really taste. Cause, cause I feel like, you know, we're coming out of farmer's market season here and, and I know at an intellectual level that some things taste much better at the farmer's market. Um, but not that much better, not not an incredible <laughs> amount better than what you can get at the grocery store, but it's certainly an incredible amount better than 
you know, peas from the frozen pea aisle at Stop and Shop. And, and then for that to be all you eat, uh, it must be really stark when when the fresh food comes back. Right. Right. Returning. You really. Although the food didn't look half bad. I will say that the pictures he had of uh, his like post everything, which is, I believe, this picture here. Yeah. Um, of a fresh meal and then a, a less fresh meal. It still doesn't look too bad. No. Yeah. No. Um, this brings me to another question I had. Um, I think this was in the waste treatment article talked about how, you know, it seems to be a regular waste treatment facility, except what do you do with the stuff that you can't recycle the poop bits? And essentially you have fertilizer, but he mentions at the end as a sort of throwaway line, they ship it back to the United States. Which is just a crazy sort of like you think about how hard it is to get things to Antarctica, but then you have this like accumulation of literal shit that you have to get out of Antarctica. I suspect because there's like probably international treaties against polluting and stuff like that. But couldn't I wonder if they don't also use it for the greenhouse as fertilizer? Um, I would just Maybe. I would love to know. I'm sh- I'm sure they do. I'd love to know for sure cuz that's that seems really cool and very Martian-y. Well, I kind of like the idea of it shipping back to the United States. I could absolutely imagine like having a garden being like, "Well, you can get regular fertilizer yeah. or you can get human waste fertilizer from Antarctica." I'm like, <laughs> you know, that's I would pay extra for that. Flash that's, frozen. That's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Flash frozen. So if they're just throwing this away, some budding entrepreneur should track it down and and market it and sell it. That's my pitch. (laughs) Wow. Waste water. Speaking of mailing things, the the article about mailing things and how it's cheaper to mail packages from Antarctica than it is within the continental U.S. because it's subsidized. thought that was very interesting because part of the the military postal service. Yep, yeah, I talked about um, the ATM machine and how to get cash. That was so places. shocking to me. That was another one of yeah. those things, like getting rid of the poop, where I was like, how does this work? Like, everything else is so hard. How does this just work? Who? Where does the cash come from, was my question. <laughs> Do you think there are you know, like in, in Antarctica? <laughs> yeah, I was also, yeah, no one, he didn't really talk about security. I guess it's not really a thought, but that's another thing that I'm guessing is absent, right? Like, you know, who, no one's going to go anywhere. Though it does remind me of one of my favorite books I read called Outposts. Um, anyways, long story short, he talks about going to this um, very small protectorate of the UK where, you know, it's a very small island and someone kills someone. And, there's no jail. There's no, I think there were judges, but there were no impartial judges because the island is so small that everybody knows everybody else. So you can't have an impartial jury of your peers. So they had to ship in a jury from the UK <laughs> to act as the impartial jury. And they had to build a jail to hold all the suspects because no one had ever been imprisoned before. So they would have all those same problems. But yeah, where does the cash come from? And how do they know how much cash to to put in? What happens if the ATM runs out of money? Why are there three? 
Uh, <laughs> is there a line? Honestly, <laughs> was, I do bet. I do bet the tourists who come onto the island don't bring enough cash, and I do bet they get used. Are tourists? So I didn't think tourists were allowed on base, but I could be wrong about that. I just know I had a friend who wanted to go to Antarctica to you know say they went to all the continents, and they just they did this cruise where like you get off the cruise, you step foot in Antarctica, but you pretty much get right back on the cruise. You only get off to say that you step foot. But I don't know if that was because they it's too expensive to stay for longer or if you literally aren't allowed to. I'm not sure. Mm. I don't know. Wild. But yeah. But this was a great pick, Colby. Very interesting. <laughs> Learned a lot of stuff. It's a good, as far as blogs go, pretty darn good. It's a nice yes. uh, picture to word ratio. Like there's a lot of good stuff and not that many words. It's great. I will say, unfortunately, according to the about section, his time in Antarctica will end uh, probably around November. So that's when his contract expires. I don't know if there's the option to extend it, but um, we'll see. My real question for you two is, they don't need marketing people in Antarctica, so I'm not going there to work anytime <laughs> soon, but you guys are smart computer people. And according to the websites I'm browsing, there are open positions. Um, really? <laughs> what kind uh, of positions? Uh, yes. A senior computer technician. Is that something you can do? I worked in IT at Mayor. <laughs> I was going to say, we but have yeah, I mean, experience. The same thing. Um and and They've fun got, fact, I'm two degrees separated from someone else who lives there. So I would even have a friend. You gotten in. You gotten in. Um that's my question to you guys. Would you guys uh go and and do a tour in Antarctica? I could see uh, I could see a world where I would. I wouldn't do it in the world I live in now, but I could see a world where if I had fewer obligations, <laughs> um, it's one of those things, right? Like, like skydiving. How many people can say that they did that? And if, and you could get paid to do it and I didn't have anything better to do. Uh, yeah, I would do it. And I think I trained, I've literally trained for this my entire life being an only child and an introvert. So it, it would be fine. Famous last words. <laughs> Yeah, I think I feel the, the same way. If I had let even less stuff going on than I have going on now, I would be down. It sounds totally wild. Like this, the 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 blogger makes it sound very compelling. <laughs> Here's another question you just made me think of, Colby. If because you know, if you're in the military, the military will provide housing for you and your entire family when you get, you know, put on base in in Hawaii or Alaska or uh, Germany or wherever. Can people who have families bring their families to Antarctica, or is there a preschool, or or is it all like adults only? It's got to be adults only, I imagine. But that that's a very unique sort of situation. It's a, it's, I'm, I'm scanning some of these job listings. They're absolutely fascinating. Um, it does not specifically say. Interesting. I assume I, relocation is paid for. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they're also all temporary assignments. I mean, all of these say right. it's for a season. I am on this uh, careers page, guys, and here are some of the, just quickly, some of the open positions you can have. Um, you can be a beverage supervisor, a hairstylist, Ooh. a hazardous waste technician. Interesting. You can be the lead baker. Um, they need a postal supervisor, a sous chef, a uh, solid waste supervisor. I'm assuming that has to do with the uh, bathroom operations. Um, a lot of people in waste management. They need a lot of people there. A steward coordinator, which is a janitorial role. A spill response technician. So they they are hiring. Wow. Do you have to have prior experience? On most of these, let's see. If you want to be the hairstylist... <laughs> It's the su- it's the summer season. You get paid five hundred and eighty three to six hundred and sixty three dollars per week. You do have to be a graduate of cosmetology or barber school um, with a minimum of two years experience as a hairstylist. But that's it. Well, that's not too bad. I could start on that right now. Bang Honestly, a couple of years. Wow. Something to think about. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Well, good, good one, Colby. Nice. We did it. Yes, we did. Uh, now, gentlemen, before we wrap up for this evening, we already said we're doing uh, the Apple event next week, but it is my turn. And unfortunately, you guys now have to suffer through two weeks of my topic because you have homework. Uh oh. One of the cool things about this is that it does not have to be technology related. And guys, This week officially kicked off the NFL season, okay? Lots of exciting things about the National Football League, but one of them is something called Daily Fantasy Football. Are you familiar with Daily Fantasy Football? No. Excellent. That's the exciting (laughs) thing. The idea is each week... is this a ruse to to take our money? I'm here to steal your money. Um, No, the exciting thing is there's no money involved. Just bragging rights. The way it works is each week you essentially roster a team. You pick a quarterback, some running backs, some wide receivers, and you roster a team and you get points for what they do on the field. But the challenge is each player has a dollar value. A great player might cost 9,000 fake dollars, where a not so good player is 5,000. You can only spend 60,000 to create your roster. So there's some strategy and thought. Guys, the three of us are going to go head to head both this weekend and next weekend. Uh, so we get to run two of these before our next episode. Uh, and we're going to see who's best at it. Now, the exciting thing is there's lots of ways you can create your lineup. You can just pick randomly and hope for the best. There's a tool in the app. There's websites that'll coach you through it. Um, but when we come back after our Apple episode, we're going to report out on who won, who lost, and what you learned about the NFL and daily fantasy strategy in putting together your rosters. How does this sound? Awesome. Sounds unlike anything I've ever done before. The good news is it's easy and doesn't take a lot of time. I tried very hard to create something simple. So (laughs) I will message you guys all the information you need in the Slack to sign up. There's no cost. Uh, It's just for bragging rights. Uh, And if it makes you feel better, I'm in a league with my family and I came in last this week. Uh, So I'm not very good either. So, uh, stay tuned for that. We got Apple next week and our fantasy football the week after that. 
But that's going to wrap us up here. Don'tPanic.io is our website. You should go there and check out all our episodes. Uh, Last week, we ranked uh, tech years by tiers, and it was great. Uh, So if you didn't listen to that, it's still there. And of course, uh, you can uh, subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Check that out with the video version on YouTube. You can see all the great pictures we talked about today in the video version or by visiting uh, brrr.fyi and check that out there. But that's going to do it for this episode. On behalf of Colby and Dan, I'm Sean. We appreciate you being here. We're going to see you next time for another Apple-tastic edition of Don't Panic. This has been a Coffee and Beer production. Executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.